Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Told you guys they're going to come for this guy. And other coaches have to be sweating it in the Valley. Am I right? You think some coaches are sweating it? Some coaches know that the game is up? Gotta be. Absolutely. We called it here first, kids. Our crack team. Becky Lynn. Alonzo. Me! <laughs> Our crack team. I, there's got to be. Somebody had to have known, and you know coaches, the last couple days have been going through their emails trying to scrub it like, like, like Hillary Clinton. I mean, just bleaching it. Yeah, even if it was two years ago, they're probably still hanging around because hardly anybody cleans out their email box. They're gonna. There's going to be some people. I would not be Somebody else had to have known a while ago. Somebody did. They had to have known. They're going to get this guy. You think somebody knew that even wasn't someone on the receiving end yeah. oh, of God, the emails? Yeah. Yeah. That somebody Here, knew. Here's the thing, Becky, and you know this. Human beings inherently can't keep their mouth shut. Yeah, that's true. You know why I always know that we've landed on the moon? Because nobody's ever worked there has come out and said, that's not true. We can't keep our mouth shut. We can't. My God, we got a president. Apparently can't keep his mouth shut. Told the Ukrainians something today. Hey, guess what? I'm going to oh, do something for you yeah, guys. That's true. That's, that's, so. He's at it again. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I just think that somebody had to have known. And, you know, what? there may be some coaches that, like, I got these things and I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was a weird, you know, like, you know, person who loves high school football who thought they were going to do something. Because we really haven't seen, because you know there's a lot more emails we haven't seen because of litigation. People are cya in themselves, the school districts. And uh, he did, it's not, not like he signed his name to them. He used fake email address, so it was probably just sent anonymously, right? Yeah, but you know what? At least we guess. Here's the thing. Most people, most sane people, would throw that thing away, right? Like, they'd be like, trash that, or, be, you know, who's this weirdo? So at some point in time, if anybody was to use these things, and there were some games that may be in question, somebody would have had to ask, and how do you come about this stuff? How have you come about these, these plans, these plays? If you were a coach of another school, though, and you got a random email from a bizarre email address, Walter Payton 12 or whatever it was, and it said, so just a thought, this Friday night when you play Mountain Point, you might consider this, 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 and this. You know how many people send ideas to coaches just out of the blue because they think they've got it all down like the coach doesn't? So uh, the chances are good. Most people would have just said, oh, that's a quack, and just delete it and move on. But it's it's at the point now where I think they're taking it serious, and they're already, you know, they're talking about, did some other coaches know? Were there some other things that, 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 you know, that were done? Meaning maybe somebody did eventually reach out. And this guy said, look, you know, off. Let's meet somewhere. They're going to check his text mm-hmm. messages. If this gets to that point. And they're firing him. they like, you You can't quit. No. You're fired. Yeah. Because that ruins him. License. We're going to do everything. You're not walking away from this. That's the only thing they can do because the AIA says they have no authority to do anything. Yeah. He's a school employee. It's personnel thing. Yeah. So. So it's going to be very interesting. But there's no way. If, if, if they really believe. These emails and these plans that were sent to any of these other schools actually influenced the game. It would be hard for a coach to want to implement them without knowing where they came from. Because, again, 
how many weirdos will email you certain things. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's so, yeah. Could be somebody trying to sabotage you. Yeah, exactly. You have no idea. I can't trust this. Yeah. You know, why are you doing this? Who are you? So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And he probably knows. Here's the other thing. It's not like it's a massive, huge, like, fraternity where nobody's ever met. It's a small fraternity. These people have met before. So while it may, now as every coach has ever met him, every coach has ever worked with him, every coach... They're going to be looking at them and say, well, what did you know? How close were you with him? What exactly did you do when you guys went out to dinner four months ago? What? So there's going to be questions. There's going to be questions. And here's the thing. It may not even be another head coach. It may be another assistant coach that he's close to, and he's got it to him, and he knows and he's taken it to the coach and said, look, I've got, you know, there's some stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking, thinking in the noggin. I'm yeah. thinking in the noggin. So did you hear Trudeau? He apologized, eh? Mm-hmm. In Winnipeg. He's uh, really sorry. Darkening your face. <laughs> By the way, if you've seen any of the pictures, if you've seen any of them, it's not just his face. He goes full, excited, costume. He did his arms. He did, I mean, he did the whole, it was like cosplay. Darkening your face, uh, regardless of the context or the circumstances, is always oh, unacceptable okay. because of the racist history of blackface. I should have understood that then, uh, and I never should have done it. <sighs> yeah, it's a. Was it all 2001? That's when they. No, been, I, I, here's, has it been they've more asked recent? him, like, is there more? Like, are we waiting? And you know, everybody who's ever known him from the like mid 90s through the early 2000s is scouring everything they have with him in it, saying, okay, I was at a party with this guy and it was a costume party. And it was really weird that he came as, you know, like, you know, rerun or something. I thought that was kind of odd. Or uh, somebody's laughing out there because they're like, oh my God, I love what's happening. Uh, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, I I don't think I don't think he should lose his job. I think I mean, don't you agree? Becky, that at some point in time in life, we have to say there's a moratorium on stupid stuff that you've done in the yeah, past. Yeah, I, I do. I, we've all done stupid stuff, and we're and just lucky we were around for social media. Exactly, and you know, everybody makes mistakes, and people. I would like to think that he's changed. He sounded. Oh, he is so super. Like I'm an ally. I'm about inclusivity. I'm about in- intersectionality. If you guys don't know what intersectionality is, does everybody know what intersectionality is no. in the room? Intersectionality essentially is, so you're a woman. Yes, I so am. So essentially, you're one step above me being a horrible white man, but you're a white woman. If you were a black woman, she would be above you, right, as far as this certain intersectionality of things, you know, so... It, there's always some sort of everybody's being oppressed by somebody. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, so if you're a, a black, where, where are you on the ladder, woman? You are like you've got three. You know, I mm. mean, it's just gotcha. So he talked about that today. I just, I just, he's a, he's. I'm not a fan of him, but he shouldn't lose his job based on this. Now he may lose his job in a month because there's an election a month from now, and it's a very close. He's already got a lot of other problems. Plus, he fired two women in less than a month ago. Who, you know, he talks about being a feminist. That was one of the first things. I'm a feminist. I'm like, any guy that says that, girls, I'm going to tell you, go, whatever. Uh, they're just looking for something. Uh, the two women who disagreed with him, he canned them. So there's been some other questions along the way. Uh, plus, there's been some questions about 
you know, just a lot of stuff in Canada since he's taken over. I he's, thought he was beloved up there. No, no, he like everything, right? Like people are fickle. We love you for ten minutes, and then we're on. And to then something you new. don't. Well, maybe right? that's true. Yeah. Like we really like. Oh my God, we really love you. And then twenty minutes later, we're like, Oh, you're yesterday, and now we don't like you. We're blaming all of our problems on you. You well, haven't fixed my life, so you're in trouble. We'll see when the election comes up. You'll probably last until that. Oh, for sure. Eh? Unless there's more that's coming out. Unless God there's knows, more. That's like, much worse than what we've like, already I heard. I got a flip book of all kinds of stuff he's done. You're like, ah, you're done. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. A lot of stuff to get to tonight. We got something neat happening tonight. I think you guys are going to like this. I like cupcakes, right? I do. I love me some cupcakes. There's a place here in the Valley that is super awesome called Spooky Swirls. We're going to have one of the chefs and the co-owners on tonight. They're going to talk about what they do there. I'm excited. I love Halloween. I love scary stuff. This place is right up my alley, and you're going to love it too. So we're going to have them on at the bottom of the hour. You can check it out. At Chad Benson Show is who I am. You can go over there. Check out my Instagram. I gram like the kids. Is that what you guys say? The, the gram? The gram? What do you call uh, Snapchat? The chat? I think we just call it Snapchat. No. Snap. We do Snap. Oh, I like that. We, we do call snap. snap. Instagram, Gram, yeah. Oh, look at I that. thought you called it Insta. I thought I'd heard people call Insta, it Insta. Yeah, you can call it Insta or the Gram. Either but not both together because that's not cool. It's oh, like yeah, the difference cool. between a hoagie and a and a torpedo or a sub is East Coast, right? Like oh, go- okay. Maybe some people call it Insta. Some people call it Gram. If the word's too long, you got a problem. You know, no. you got to shorten it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Supercalifragilist is just S. That's the way the kids do it now. Area 51? Well, I think Alonzo's going to be leaving here pretty soon. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Feeling confused? No worries. That's why he's here. This is the Chad Benson Show setting things straight. RVs continue to arrive here. The crowd is growing, but it is nowhere near the two million who <laughs> RSVP'd on Facebook that they would be here. It's windy, rainy, and dusty. Winston drove several hours to come and camp out for three days. I miss Woodstock, okay? I'll come up here hoping that this was going to be 100, 200,000. I don't see it happening. It doesn't seem like there's any real intention to storm Area 51. It's more of a desert festival of music and drinks. Boo! Well, nobody's going to storm Area 51. It would be nice, though, to see somebody winged. Wouldn't it? Alex uh, talked to us earlier today, and he said there's nobody there that's in shape enough to storm Area yeah, 51. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to know who's out there, right? Like, that's why the aliens can't take those people, because that ship couldn't take off. Couldn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's click 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 click? Oh no, no no oh no! Bunch of fatties. Chad, you fat shaming. I was gonna say, are you fat shaming the people at uh, Storm Area Fifty One or whatever they're calling it, Alien Fifty One Hundred? That's how big it is. Oh my gosh! Oh my god, that's not very nice. You're a mean person. We were gonna send Alonzo. Alonzo, you've been the most in shape person there. Oh, I'm ready. I'm down. Let's do it. They said it's like 20 miles from the gate of 51, yeah. and so you'd have to run you can't that far. Get, like, they, 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 they <laughs> I know. They would stop you long before you yeah. got anywhere near there. If, you, if you've ever go out there, just know this. When you pull out there and if you get by there, the minute wherever you are in the gate, even if you're by yourself at night, you will notice that their truck will pull up on the other side of the gate and will watch every move you make. I take it you've been. How maybe. do you know? I don't. Maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe. 
You believe in aliens, right? Absolutely. Why I didn't you go to this? You could have done the firsthand report. I wanted to. I wanted really? To. I told, yeah, I told everybody. I said, we should go to this. We should broadcast live. The problem is it's out in the middle of nowhere. Getting any kind of power or anything to do anything out there, that's the issue. The closest gas station to where they are is 45 miles away. Oh, God. So there's all kinds of problems. Problems. Turn on the air conditioner in your RV, and you may not ever get out of there. <laughs> you may wish the aliens would lift you up yeah, that'd be to awesome. take they you can, home. But you're too big. No. There's no way they can get you out. That's They're like, true. God, Jimbo's so fat. We're not going to be able to probe this guy. Get him out of here. <laughs> Cut the net. We're going to be in. We're going to need a bigger ship. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. How rounded are we as a show? We're going from Trudeau, football coach, Area 51, now cupcakes. Yeah, cupcakes. Oh, yeah, get ready for it. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show. Where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. This is my vision. It is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> it's getting to be that time of year. It's always that time of year for me. I love scary stuff. I love Halloween. And I like treats. Joining us now. She is chef, co-owner of Spooky Swirls, Lola Forbes, and uh, you've got another corner. Is it Chris Zwandalowski? Did I screw that up? Chris Sidlowski, but it's okay. There's a lot of alphabet uh, in that name, so it's totally fine. <laughs> so Spooky Swirls, I saw this. In fact, uh, producer here, we call him the Cran, he brought this to my attention, and I flipped because <laughs> I live for a, I like sweets, uh, uh, but I love horror. That's my thing, and it's right here. I love the fact that it's local. It's amazing. And you make scary cakes and such. Oh, boy, do we ever, Chad. <laughs> we um, started the business on, we opened on July 4th, and it has just been hopping ever since. We've been so blessedly busy, and we are providing the community with very, very much needed uh, gluten-free treats, as well as pretty much the coolest Halloween stuff that you could be looking for as far as cupcakes, brownies, cheesecakes. Uh, we do all of our own scratch baking, and the holidays are upon us. Absolutely. So let's talk about the, the spook side of things, because some people are like, really? Uh, scary cupcakes and whatnot? But uh, how did you get into this? I mean, you got to have an affinity and an enjoyment and a love of horror, uh, like somebody oh, yeah. like me. And, and like, did that start as a kid? Oh, absolutely. Um, my partner and I, Chris, have both just, you know, we're both big fans of Halloween and all things spooky and macabre. And uh, we had started up a food truck and a home-based business uh, called Spooky Swirls as well. And just the vision from the very beginning was that we knew we wanted to be doing something different. We knew that we were weird and wonderful and we just had a feeling there were more weird and wonderful people out there who would um be really interested in the fun things that we're able to do here yeah and it, it's a, it's an it, you know it's an art form and i don't think people realize what an art form it is uh and you guys uh, do you have props and stuff i mean do you go for like how do you get to the point where you're like somebody says hey lola i want uh freddy krueger or i want michael myers do you have some props and stuff that you look at how do you go from there 
We um we we look up, we do our research. A lot of times we'll rewatch the movies, you know, to kind of get into the spirit of it. Um, here in the store, we're always playing movies up on the screen. Um, yesterday we were watching Hocus Pocus so that we could start getting inspired. Um, so usually that's our first point of reference is to go back and watch the movies. Um, we have a huge arsenal of these, you know, amazing cupcakes that we've been doing for a really long time. So it just so happens that we're usually able to accommodate most requests. Um, we do ask the customers give us you know, quite a bit of notice so that we can put time into making some of these creations because we make some really, really cool things here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Talking to Lola Forbes, she is the co-owner and chef over at Spooky Swirls. Uh, And, you know, okay, so let's just say somebody calls up and say, you know what, I want uh, a spaceship cupcakes and, and you go through the whole thing. Like, how does that start? Like, okay, how many cupcakes do you want? What kind of ingredients? (laughs) And then do they tell you or do you say, I know exactly what you're looking for? How does that work? Um, If somebody came to me and said they wanted some spaceship cupcakes, I say yes, because we are always looking for fun orders. We're always looking for fun things to do. Um, So if if you wanted to come to me and get some special cupcakes made, the first thing is we have to discuss some flavors, um, get the very important business out of the way. Uh, Spooky Swirls makes the best devil's food chocolate cake in the valley. It is incredible. Um, And we are doing gluten-free so good it's scary. So you would never know the difference. Uh, We also have a lovely vanilla bean cupcake as well as a new red velvet that we've just brought in for the holiday season. Um, And we can also take custom orders. So we'll be doing lots of fun and different things for individual customers um, that are coming up. We have some red velvet eyeballs that we're going to be doing. And um, I have a Coraline cake that somebody's requested. We're going to be doing some really fun stuff with that. And um, this weekend, we have some horror authors that are going to be coming in. And so we might have something a little fun in the case to kind of... celebrate them being here oh, uh, for the signing so we awesome. get the cupcake flavors out of the way and then we discuss some colors and some fun um you know how how many people are you serving and what kind of events are you having a lot of our customers are just having like fun birthday parties or just fun gatherings and it's really really cool to be able to make something special and memorable for people to take to these events and 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 to take to these parties and and uh, actually some really good cupcakes yes i love good cupcakes talking to a uh, uh, to Lola Forbes here, who is the the chef and the co-owner of Spooky Swirls, and I, okay, I've got to ask you, like, I look at all these these things, these these horror cakes and whatnot. They're on your website, and you guys can check it out at uh, is it SpookySwirls dot com, and go there, and they're in Chandler. You've got little Jason cupcakes. Uh, Jason is, and what about Michael Myers? Do we have any Michael Myers? Uh, we have not gotten to Michael Myers yet. We did just celebrate uh, Friday the 13th. So, of course, you know, Spooky Swirls was the place to be for Friday the 13th. We had all those amazing Jason cupcakes. We had Red Velvet 13s as well. Um, yeah, they they went over really, really well. We, <laughs> we sold a bunch of Jasons. It was really great to celebrate with everybody for the... Uh, that's a great Spooky Swirl holiday, right? Friday the 13th? Uh, I could think of nothing better. Cupcakes and Jason, <laughs> right? Like, Jason, before yeah. you get to me, let's have some cupcakes. We can talk about it. So here you are doing all of these things, and uh, uh, people come to you, and they, and they ask you for these things, and you're a great business. You're starting up. You're local. You're, you're growing, which is awesome. Word of mouth, and I think we, we need to support our local businesses. And people probably say, though, is there enough demand for scary stuff throughout the year? Or is it basically you know six weeks? And I try to tell people, monsters and horror are all year. Yeah. 
Because we, we started on the 4th of July, which is notoriously a very slow bakery week. Um, it also has nothing to do with anything scary. Um, but in our universe where we have all of these horror um, things to draw from, all of these sci-fi things to draw from, um, 4th of July happened to be the Stranger Things premiere um, that they were having the show come out. And so we made some demigorgon cupcakes, and we were so busy on 4th of July. Um, most of our people come in decked out. Our customers are ready to celebrate and they want to celebrate every day of the year. And uh, we're really excited not only to take our spooky cupcakes and our spooky aesthetics from, you know, Friday the 13th to Halloween, but we have amazing ideas cooked up for Christmas and for New Year's. And I'm pretty sure we're even going to pull off a pretty spooky Valentine's Day. Oh, I bet. And you got coffee and everything there. People want to come visit you. Where do they, where do they find out how they can come visit you and get yourself some cupcake on? You need to come and see us. It's Spooky Swirls. We are on the cross streets of Elliott and Alma School. We're in the plaza right next to Zia Records. And uh, we're open on Wednesday through Friday from 8 to 2. And on Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 1. The weekends are busy. We're always having a party. There's always something fun happening. So we'd love for you to come down. How good is the Spooky Swirl cinnamon bun? The Spooky Swirl Cinnamon Bun is definitely uh, worth worth having as a namesake. Uh, um, the buns here. Actually, I just pulled some fresh buns out of the oven. I wish you were here because it smells incredible. Um, as soon as you walk into the door, it always smells like chocolate cake or cinnamon buns. And um, we bake fresh all day. We bake every single thing from scratch. The cheesecake recipe here is 50 years old. It's from Chicago. It's incredible. We actually make the graham crackers that we use to make the graham cracker crust in the cheesecake. We're doing it so good, it's scary. I cannot wait. Ah, goodness me, I'm already hungry. Thank you so very much for coming on. Lola Forbes, co-owner and head chef, along with uh, Chris, say his name, Sidlowski? Chris Sidlowski. Yes, that's her. Boom! (laughs) Chefs and co-owners right there of Spooky Swirls. Uh, Check them out. Thank you so very much for spending time with us, and we appreciate that. And uh, I can't wait to be scared so yummy full with your delicious food. Oh, we'll get you taken care of. We're looking forward to it. Thank you so very much. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. I like that. I think local's good. I think what they got going on is great. And uh, I might just pop by this weekend and have myself a a scary cinnamon. But by the way, their coffee, their coffee is called Death Wish Coffee. What? At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It is the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Interesting study done out of Japan. They compared the use of alcohol-based hand sanitizers to regular soap and water hand hygiene in terms of its efficacy to kill the influenza virus. Mm -hmm. And what they found was that the germs on the hand actually have to be dried for the alcohol-based hand sanitizers to work at maximum efficacy. We have to remember flu is transmitted via droplets, hand sanitizers. Mm -hmm. If it's the only thing you have, still use it. That, uh, yeah, the hand sanitizer, you need alcohol for to get rid of flu. Flu season is upon us. What are you going to wear this flu season? What was last season's big flu? Let's talk about that. That's Dr. Jen Ashton talking about the flu season, how you can keep yourself at least, you know, the best way to protect yourself as much as possible. And remember, when you go get a shot, right? So you're going to go get a shot. A lot of people go out there, they get the vaccine, they get the shot. A lot of times it's a crapshoot. Like, they look around, they say, okay, which 
flu do we expect to be big this year? Like, what's the hot flu this season? And they try to roll with it. Well, guess what? Could it be that we have a return champion? The predominantly circulating strain was the H3N2. People may remember that from last year. It causes particularly severe symptoms. The good news is that type of strain is included in this year's vaccine, but we won't know how it hits us until it's hit us. There you go. We won't know how it hits us until it hits us. Did everybody get that? Did you guys all pick up what I'm putting down? Did you understand what's going on up there? What? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You could tweet at us. I, uh, I don't do the flu shot. It's never been my thing. I just, I don't. I try to eat pretty decent, work out a lot. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, once every few years I get, uh, mm, like, I may get, I actually tend to get a little bit more of a, of a sinus thing than the flu. But it's, uh, you know, you get a little bit older, longer in the tooth, and I'm not that old. But at the same time, you start to think to yourself, okay, should I? But I've never done it. I have never done it. I know it's really good for younger kids and, and older people or people with a, uh, you know, an immune system that's potentially compromised. It's just never been my thing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. But it should be your thing if that's something that you want to do. So climate confessions. Of course, tomorrow is the big climate protest. It's going to go on. Greta Thornburg has been speaking. Uh, This is a young activist who is uh, out of Sweden who gained fame from uh, standing in front of the Swedish parliament, holding a sign, and continued to grow and continued to grow. She came here to the United States, took her, I think, 12 or 15 days. She came on a boat with, with, you know, like net neutral carbon admissions and all. I mean, it was just, it, it took her a while to get here, but she's putting her money where her mouth is. She spoke in front of Congress uh, as have several other climate activists, some of them even conservative young climate kids who are speaking. But this is Greta Thunberg. It is the IPCC special report on global warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius. I am submitting this report as my testimony because I don't want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to the scientists and I want you to put, unite behind the science. And then I want you to take real action. Yeah, that's what she wants you guys to do. IPCC, I have I have trouble with some of that stuff that they have done. And look, I I am a person who believes that we contribute. I think nature does its part as well. I think that climate is different than weather. I try to explain that to people that don't quite get it. But the reality is, is uh, we need to do more, regardless of whether or not you believe it. And that's the way I've always said people who are who and some people have turned it into a religion. They have. And that's not a good thing either. And some people have used this as a way to, uh, you know, try to take power and use it for whatever they're going to use it for because people enjoy power. I NBC's got you can go make a confession on things that you do for climate on NBC. Here's one. I run a heavy equipment contracting company. We burn twenty eight thousand gallons of diesel a month to build more stuff we don't need. Oh. Wow. Somebody wrote, I would rather the whole planet burn than give up steak. Kick rock, hippies. (laughs) But there's all kinds of stuff, right? There is. There is just, it's crazy. Uh, Some people, somebody, I use a lot of Q-tips and I can't find a better alternative. I feel guilty about that. Wow. That's, yeah. But it is kind of a religion. And that's the scary thing. Let's find a better way to deal with this stuff. Let's use technology to get to the bottom of, of where we are burning 
the most and hurting the planet the most and figure out how technology can make it better? I think that's a smart thing to do. I do. But man, sometimes some of these people are a little bit, they're, they're off their rocker. I got to be honest with you, right? I want better for our planet, but it is a religion for some. Uh, it's a cult. It's not even a religion. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station.